Jesus summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person, but the things that come out from within are what defiles. When he got home, away from the crowd, his disciples questioned him about the parable. He said to them, Are you, even you, likewise, without understanding? Do you not realize that everything that goes into a person from outside cannot defile, since it enters not the heart, but the stomach, and passes out into the latrine? Thus he declared all foods clean. But what comes out of the man, that is what defiles him. From within the man, from his heart, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these evils come from within, and they defile. The Gospel of the Lord. In our first reading today, we hear about King Solomon. King Solomon was a man of legend who achieved great things during his reign. He raised strong armies. He built a temple that was the glory of his people. And even more important than any of those things, any of those great military or architectural achievements, even greater was Solomon's great wisdom. His fame spread far and wide, and rulers from distant lands came to see him and his temple with their own eyes. Among them was the Queen of Sheba, who was, in her own words, dazzled by all the great things that Solomon, King Solomon, had accomplished. But she saved her greatest praise for her last comment to King Solomon that we heard in today's first reading. The people who stand before you are blessed, she said. Blessed, the word can also be translated as happy. The people who stand before you are happy. That's the mark of a great ruler, that his people are happy. And that's the common thread in today's readings. In our responsorial psalm, we sang, I'm not sure what we sang. What, what did we sing? Yes, thank you, Chris. The Lord is kind and merciful. There's a different translation here. Um, but the Lord is kind and merciful. So we're supposed to be focusing on our Lord's kindness, on his mercy in these readings today. In today's gospel, we have a very important lesson taught to us by Jesus. People were being influenced by the Pharisees. Students, do you guys know who the Pharisees are? Raise your hands if you know who the Pharisees are. Pharisees were the religious leaders, the Jewish religious leaders. And they put a great emphasis on externals and appearances. For example, let's take the subject of food. The Pharisees observed strict rules about what kind of food can be eaten and what kind of food can't be eaten, what kind of food you shouldn't eat. Raise your hands if you like cheeseburgers. Okay. Got some bad news for you. If you were Jewish living at this time, the Pharisees would make sure you did not eat cheeseburgers, right? You could have no cheeseburgers. 
Now, what about pizza? How many of you like meat and cheese, both of those, on your pizza? Yeah. No, Pharisees would say you cannot do that. See, one of the strict rules about food says that meat and dairy cannot be combined. If one eats meat and dairy, meat and cheese, they become unclean. They're impure in God's eyes. In the Jewish law, there were over 600 rules like these that govern the people's lives. They govern their lives so that they could uphold the Ten Commandments. If they, if they followed these 600 other rules, they were pretty much assured that they could uphold the Ten Commandments. However, these rules, all of these 600-plus laws that they had, they were burdensome for the people. The people were not happy living according to or trying to live according to these many, many, many laws and rules. So there are all kinds of rules about foods, about cleanliness, about cleaning yourselves. What goes into our bodies, particularly about the food, what goes into our bodies makes us pure or impure, clean or unclean, according to these Jewish rules. What Jesus says in today's gospel is that it's not anything that we eat which makes us clean or unclean in God's eyes. It's not what goes in, right? It's what's in our hearts, rather. It's what comes out of us from our hearts that's important. This is because either sin or holiness lies inside the human heart. It's not in our digestive tract, right? That's what Jesus was saying. It's our heart, we say, that is the source of our intentions and our motives. Our hearts can be a source of love and kindness or a source of hatred and wrongdoing. So when we talk about our hearts, we're talking about that internal part of us that rules our behavior, our external actions and attitudes. If our hearts, if our desires, our intentions, our motives, if those are clean and pure, we will see holiness flourish in our lives. But if our hearts, if our desires are not clean, if they're not set on God and his will for us, the things that he desires for us that make us happy because he is our king, right? He's the king that wants us to be happy. If our hearts are not set on those things, on his desires for us, if our desires aren't clean and pure in that way, then we will not live a life of holiness. Jesus goes on to list the sins that come from hearts that are not pure, hearts that do not have God's desires at their core. He says, theft, taking what isn't yours, murder, taking the life of another person, greed, wanting material things, wanting what others have, deceit, lying to others, indecency, behaving in a way that doesn't demonstrate or uphold the true worth that you possess, envy, being jealous of others or what they have, slander, speaking negatively or untruthfully of others, pride, thinking of yourself more than others or thinking of yourself that you're better than others, fornication, misusing the gift of sexuality that God has given us, adultery, not being faithful to your spouse, not being faithful to your husband or your wife, malice, desiring that another person is harmed, folly, behaving in a foolish way. All of these things, all of these things 
these are coming from hearts that aren't desiring what the Lord desires. These are coming from hearts that aren't pure, that aren't clean. It's from inside, and this is what our Lord is talking about. So the deeper point that Jesus is making is this. Impurity does not come from physical ingestion, from digesting foods. It comes from the outside. It doesn't come from the outside. It comes from within, moral disorder, our desires being disordered. The true impurity is found in the heart and the mind of a person. It's not what goes into us, but what comes out of us, what comes from us, that shows real impurity or viciousness. So what about us as Catholics? Are we like the Pharisees? Do we place greater importance on externals? Do we place greater importance on fasting, on displaying or wearing holy articles or holy things, being seen praying at fixed times, all while our hearts are lacking in love for one another and for our neighbor? Well, all of these things, they can be good, right? The prayer, the holy articles that we wear, the things that we do, our fasting, all of these actions that are so much a part of our faith, all of these things can be good if they help us grow in holiness, but they are never central to our faith in themselves. They are always a means to an end. It is, of course, so much easier for us to prefer external badges of our Catholic identity, such as the way we dress, not eating fish on Friday, sorry, not eating <laughs> meat on Friday, um, the religious articles that we wear, all the little pieces of behavior that publicly distinguish us as Catholic. All, these, all of these things, although these external practices are important, Jesus is calling us to something deeper here. The distinctive mark of our but in our attitudes, our speech, our manner of dealing with others. The deepest mark of our Catholic identity is to have a heart and a mind like Christ. So, what is really in our hearts? Do we treat other people as children of God? The lesson today is how important it is to keep a constant watch on our hearts, on what's going on inside of us. But we don't need to fear. Jesus is here to save us and not condemn us. He knows the condition of our hearts, and no matter how bad we are, if we go to him, in sorrow for our failings and wanting to live better lives, he will never turn away from us in anger or disgust. He won't separate himself from us. He will not desert us. So we can always look upon him, similar to that image that we have before us there, we can look upon him as having his arms outstretched towards us, wanting to cleanse our hearts and to lead us in the right direction. So pray with me, please. Lord Jesus, you are the great physician. Help us to examine our hearts. Always let us see the sickness of sin that may lurk there and encourage us to ask for your healing power, for your healing hand, that you may create within us clean hearts and help us bring forth good fruit and holiness. We pray all this through Christ our Lord. Amen.